Wake up, wake up, wake up. Up you wake, up you wake, up you wake. It is the first day of the weekend. You only got one more day and then it's back to your job. But anyway, I don't want to, you know, you know, be pessimistic. Enjoy today. But anyway, today's quote reads, Grand Rising, don't give up. The beginning is always the hardest. Unknown, step into your greatness. The ability to discipline yourself to delay gratification in the short term in order to enjoy greater rewards in the long term is that indispensable prerequisite for success. And that's coming from um, Brian Tracy. He said the ability to discipline yourself to delay gratification in the short in the short term in order to enjoy greater rewards in the long term is that indispensable prerequisite for success. The power of delayed gratification is an essential element of being able to reach your ultimate goal. The power of delayed gratification is an essential element of being able to reach your ultimate goal. The definition of delayed gratification is this. Delayed gratification is a pretty simple concept, and it basically simply means that it's making a choice which limits the ability of getting something now for the pleasure of being able to have something bigger or better later. Again, I'm going to read that because it was a lot of words. Simply put, delayed gratification means making a choice which limits the ability of getting something now for the pleasure of being able to have something bigger or better later. I'm going to give you two examples of delayed gratification. The power of delayed gratification is best known for the Stanford Marshmallow Experiment. This was a study conducted by a professor, Walter Michelle, at Stanford University. Now, this study was done on four to six-year-old children. Now, the Stanford Marshmallow Experiment was important because it dis, um, demonstrated that effective delay is not achieved by merely thinking about something other than what you want, but rather it was showing how it de depends on suppressive and uh, avoidance mechanisms that reduce frustration. In conclusion, the research showed that the characteristics 
that humans have remain with the individuals for life. What, what they found that um, with this study was that that those four year olds or the four to five, the four to six year old um, people that were tested, little kids that were tested, those skill sets that they learned during that marshmallow test experiment, it carried on into their adulthood. And basically what this test was, was like they put the kids in a room and they told the kid, they, they gave them an option. Now you can have the marshmallow right now or there was a time limit that they put on giving them the marshmallow. But the goal, the, the, the reward of holding off was that they could get more marshmallows if they held off for a specific amount of time. And the ones that chose the second option of holding off to get more marshmallows that skill set of delaying their gratification, it carried on to their adulthood. Spend now or save later. Um, most common examples of delayed gratification is for a person to be able to save their man, their money now to be able to purchase a more desirable product in the future. Now, this example that I'm about to tell you about with, you know, spend now or save later, I live through it. So, <laughs> When I was like eight, yeah, I think it was eight. I was eight years old. My aunt um, came and took my older sister and me um, to New York. Now, before we went to New York, um, my family members here in North Carolina, um, Gave us both money. Now, for an eight-year-old, the money that I had got, I had, yeah, had gotten, um, was the most I had ever seen in my entire eight-year-old existence. So, I was rich, in my opinion. So, when we got to New York, you know, um, my sister, she spent all her money. She, <laughs> she spent her money on gifts to bring back to my mom. Because um, my mom gave us money. My uncles, they gave us money. And um, I didn't want to do that. Um, I remember we went to the beach. And 
my sister bought my mom like a calendar that had a picture on it and she bought her like a mug um and she threw the bag away now she had spent all her money <laughs> but i didn't want to spend my money i'm not saying i was a cheapskate but again i was an eight-year-old that had never seen that amount of money before like it just like i was like what the what the what so what i did was i took the bag that my sister got from purchasing the mug and i went on the beach and I, <laughs> I collected seashells for my mom because my mom hadn't been to the beach. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And we were just, you know, getting, giving her things that, you know, um, she would remember us by, by going to the New York trip. So when we came back home, my mom was asking us, you know, how the trip was and this, that, and the third. And my sister showed her her gifts. And I, to this day, I don't understand why she bought the calendar because, you know, calendars, they, they are obsolete within a couple of months. You know, 12 months, and then at that time, it was what, 1997, 1996. So, 97, it's a new calendar. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand that. But anyway, so that gift, in my opinion, and, and I'm talking about as, as an eight year old, I didn't understand that even then. Like, that, that, that gift is not going to make any sense next year. Because it's going to be, it's going to be worthless. And then the mug that she bought her, my mom never drank coffee. So it was like, why are you buying a mug when she doesn't even drink coffee? Yeah, it says I love New York and all that, but huh? It still doesn't make sense. So when it was time for me to present my <laughs> When it was time for me to present my gift, I pulled out the bag of seashells out of the suitcase. And my mom was like, I can't believe this boy went all the way up to New York and came back with some damn seashells. <laughs> but she didn't. She wasn't mad. She was like, but I can honestly say he really was smart with how he spent his money because I had majority of all the money that I got from my family to go up to New York. I had majority of that money when I came back home and I used that money to buy me toys. I bought me some GI Joe men. I bought me some mask action figures because masks was hot then or whatnot. But again, I use my technique of not succumbing to gratification 
right then when we was in New York, I was like, okay, we can get her some seashells so she could see that we had a good time. We came, we went to the beach. She'll have a memory of the beach with these seashells. And then when I get back home, I can go get me some toys. I won't even ask her, like, can you buy me some toys? No, I got money to buy my own toys. You know what I'm saying? But those are the two examples of instant gratification and how or immediate gratification, how if you just hold back a little bit, you can use your thought process to help you to maybe plan a little bit better to get a even better, bigger outcome than what you originally thought of doing or experiencing. So, again, I just want you to understand that the habits that we, my business partner and I, are trying to um, implement uh, with you guys is to help you to have a better life, quality of life. And if you would just hold on and not succumb, yeah, I know that maybe you do want to still eat that whatever bad food is that you are struggling with. Yeah, but if you can hold on, it's going to pay off. You know, I don't want to do the gratitude. I don't want to do the 30-day love challenge. I don't want to do the rubber band man, all that. Yeah, okay, you don't want to do it now, but if you keep working on the skill sets, over and over and over and over again. I don't want to eat the food that Margaret is telling me to try to implement in my diet because it don't taste right. But if you continuously do those things over time, those things become habits. Those things become new paradigms that now have Erase the old paradigms, the old programming, the old habit, um, um, habits that you have had. So just stick and stay. And like my man LeVar Burton used to say on Reading Rainbow, you don't have to take my word for it. Just understand that. Give us, give us a chance. Let us guide you to that healthier lifestyle that you want or you have envisioned yourself having. And with that being said, I will talk to you in 48 hours. So always remember to step into your greatness and have a great weekend.